Send it. Welcome to the Freedom Show. I'm your host, Danny Savage. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Happy Monday to everybody out there listening to the show. It is Monday, the last day of February 2022. Man, we got a lot of things to talk about today on the show. Today, I just want to focus on basically what's going on right now over in Russia, Ukraine, and touch briefly like on our economy, like what in the world is going on with all this? Because our economy is so unstable right now. Everybody's economy is because of what's going on within the past week. So the crazy part, now this is all my opinion, my observation from news and, you know, resources that I've been researching and just following along different, a bunch of different routes and input levels like YouTube and overseas news organizations that are on the ground within Ukraine and just trying to get the overall bigger picture here. So Russia has been staging their troops along the borders for a few months now. And this was kind of like touch and go on the news, Fox, ABC, CNN, all that a few months ago, back in December. And the Biden administration just basically said, Hey, dude, what's up with you, Putin? Like, what are you going to do? And he came back and was telling us that, hey, we're just doing military exercises. You don't have anything to worry about. We're not going to invade Ukraine. Well, here we are, you know, days, weeks, months later, and here we are. Now, we're a full week into this invasion. And, um, you know, it's it's active and it's obviously apparent. So it made me like sit there and say, what's really going on with their mission? Like, what's Ukraine's objective here and fighting Russia and what's Russia's objective into taking over Ukraine. I think there's a lot of things, speculatively speaking, that are going on that we can sit there and have discussions about all day long. But the fact of the matter is Putin is disregarding the UN. He's disregarding everybody, the the sanctions that the UN, the US and all these other countries are putting on him and saying, I don't care. I'm here to make some things happen. And he's, he's making it happen, and it's crazy for me. But one of the little clues that I kind of came across, and I'm not really talking about, but you're going to hear more about it coming on the news coming up, is the Chernobyl nuclear site. So there was an incident back in 1986 in April, I believe, of 1986, where that nuclear reactor, uh, specifically, I believe, nuclear reactor number four, took a crap. And they said basically it became unstable and there were some things that blew up there. Thirty Over 30 people died within like a month. It was crazy because the, the nuclear reactor became unstable and there was some type of uh, malfunction, uh, nuclear meltdown. So they actually just released a documentary about that. I found this on The Guardian and it's called The Chernobyl this is going to be a television show that's coming out, a documentary. It's called Chernobyl, The Lost Tapes. Stunning TV that is suddenly unmissable. So they had a bunch of missed footage, obviously, 
from when this nuclear reactor melted down and had their malfunction. And now all of a sudden, uh, it's just reappeared. And now there's a documentary coming out about it. The filmmaker is James Jones, and he started this documentary two years ago. And it just got released today. I'm reading on the article. This was posted today on Monday, the 20th of February. And apparently this guy's been working on this for the past two years doing this documentary. And coincidentally enough, now he's releasing it. So Russia fully took over. Like they hold they hold Chernobyl period, right? And so I'm going to play you guys a little tape right now. This is from Dr. Green. He's from the University of Cincinnati. He kind of gives us his opinion about why Russia and what's so important about Chernobyl. Here you guys go. Um, what is that Chernobyl now is the remains of the core of the nuclear power plant that melted down uh, and much of the damage that occurred from the resulting fires uh, and the rest of the disasters in 1986. Uh, and so the, the core of the plant is still someplace you don't want to be anywhere near. Uh, uh, so there's uh, nothing really, I think, of value that's there uh, and much that might be dangerous. And so what's the point of the Russians having taken it? Uh, it's, a, it's a little hard to figure out. I have three hypotheses. Uh, one is that it's kind of a natural uh, way of hitting Kiev from Belarus, and so securing that area could be useful for the general operation that's going on. Second, I think there's an airport about 25 kilometers away uh, that the Russians have tried to secure, and so this brings further security to the airport. Um, and the third thing, and maybe the most important is that uh, political order is dissolving in Ukraine. Uh, and the kind of forces that would have previously guarded this area and kept folks out uh, are, you know, may disintegrate over the next week. Uh, and so securing it yourself uh, is probably a reasonable thing to do. And Brennan, what can you tell us about the relative strengths of the Ukrainian and Russian forces? Uh, so you guys heard it there. That was from Dr. Green. And he was giving his three hypotheses. My my personal one is that there's something bigger there at Chernobyl, and it obviously is a tactical spot to hit uh, the capital with uh, the capital Ukraine with. And you know that's all good, but I I really believe that there's other bigger things there underground that they're not really talking about, like you know. And Russia obviously doesn't want Ukraine to be a part of the Russian Federation. So to speak, you know, I, I was doing some research about it and it was going to cost him so much. Just he's not doing just Ukraine like this is way bigger than Ukraine. This is like the beginning parts of this onion unfolding, the layers and layers that's going to be happening proceeding forward. It's not just going to be one of these things that's OK. That was, you know, made the highlight for 2022. And, you know, that was the month of February. Congrats, guys. We're into now March and April. And, you know, um, here's the new COVID variant. You know, no, 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 no. That's not what's going to happen. They're using these things as to keep us distracted, basically, like to sit there and say, hey, you know, here's some more stuff. OK, there was COVID now for two years, 2020 to 2022. Basically, COVID took over all of our lives. It changed the way we see, the way we live, the way we operate on a daily basis. Like I still am going to places where. People are still wearing masks, even though they did away with the mask mandate. Like they lifted a lot of the mask mandates in public places, but yet people are still wearing the masks. So like, okay. But not to get too off subject here, we're talking about Russia and the Ukraine incident. It's like um 
you know, Russia, they, since the sanctions, the, their whole economy is down now. Their, their dollar, I think it's called the Rubio or whatever, is it dropped by like, um, I believe when I last researched, it was like by 50% compared to the U.S. dollar. You know, when you put it up next to the U.S. dollar, it's lost 50% of its weight. And I'm just thinking like, wow, okay, like Russia's already being impacted from it. Russia has this huge resource of like oil and gas and all uh, and other resources. Ukraine doesn't have any natural resources and it's not a business area. It's not, you know, the people there are pretty poor. So the only thing of really value there is that nuclear reactor. And then, of course, like pushing forward, like I really feel Putin's put pushing these things out to see how the world's going to take it. The Ukraine is part of a democratic state, and they're calling for all the backup. Like, hey, we need backup. We need help. We're part of you guys. We're fighting for freedom. We're doing this. But yet you see all the people leaving. And their soldiers there are, the limited amount of soldiers that they do have, are so inexperienced. And they're getting a frontal assault. Like, they're getting a full invasion going on by this superpower of a country. It would be very similar to the United States pushing up on Mexico, for example, like Mexico has, they're established, right? But when you're comparing a full-on invasion from the United States into Mexico, like Mexico's not going to be able to stop the United States. We know this. Like overwhelming manpower, technology, Air Force, the Navy, like it's it, it just it would just walk through them. Like even if they put up some type of resistance, and that's in comparison to Ukraine and Russia, like Russia has way more manpower, the technology, the resources. So Ukraine's not going to be able to stop them. It's just a matter of time. But that's to sit there and say, what's the next step? What's the next? Is is Putin done with Ukraine once he fully invades it and takes over? No, I, I really feel like that's just the stepping stone to the direction he wants to take. There's other things going on here that we need to be wary of and we need to look out for. I believe that Russia is really making a stand for the UN and and the United States and other people like that, that that's going through and sitting there saying, see, and I really feel like this is his time to unite the East versus the West. Not to get into some biblical realm, biblical state, but this is in the Bible. East versus the West, and then, then we get into the fall of Babylon, which is, who knows what Babylon is. I have my own personal theories and and opinions about that i really feel like the united states is babylon but you know i i know like which which side would china take you know we're we're speculating here but china you think china is going to back the united states in in a war you know a a nuclear war at that or is china going to back russia you know and a lot of you guys think that russia is so far away but russia is really actually you can see russia from alaska Like, you can look at Russia. You can stand in Alaska and see Russia from there. That's how close Russia actually is. And next time you look at a world map, don't look at it from the scale that they have it, which is usually, it looks like they're way across on the other side of the ocean by, like, the Philippines and things like that. No, look look on the other side. Look on the, the west coast of the United States and then measure the distance from there. Russia's not far. And to make Russia an enemy... We were stressing about a few years ago about North Korea when they were launching those intercontinental ballistic missiles and testing those things. And they had missiles that were able to reach New York and our major cities, Chicago and San Francisco and L.A. and reach mainland United States. 
and they were doing those tests, which that was another scary thing that we went through. Russia has all of those and more, and they're right here. Like they don't they don't need to have and test their they know that they have nuclear missiles that can reach the United States. And for those of you wondering, a nuclear missile once it's launched, like how much warning do we have? You know? They they don't have, you know, if there's a tsunami alert, if there's an earthquake, you have minutes to basically get your stuff and get to somewhere safe. Tornado warnings, different things like that, right? We have those early warning systems developed, but it literally gives you a fraction of time. Imagine it's two o'clock in the morning, which speaking of my experience being prior military, a lot of missions go on in the covert of night in the darkness, because that's when you got the advantage. That's when, you know, naturally speaking, uh, the good portion of population of people are going to be asleep, part of your natural rhythm, right? So it's like, what happens when, if Russia decides to launch nuclear missiles at two o'clock in the morning? Are you ready? Am I ready? You know, these are questions that we got to all start asking ourselves, like, what's really going on here? We need to wake up and sit there. You know, I know I had some investments in a crypto coin and things like that in the stock market and the stock market's like, psh, it's taking a dump. Crypto market's taking a dump. And it's like, how ready are we as a nation? How ready are we for something like that? There's this thing that I kind of live my life by and it's called... If you want peace, you need to prepare for war. And I know that our power, our manpower, United States Armed Forces power through the Obama administration, Obama decreased our military power. We was at like 900 something thousand like service members. This was like overall. Now you got to think there's just in L.A. alone, there's like seven million something people there. But our armed forces is less than a million. That's crazy. So it's like, are we ready for something like that? I really feel like uh, America has become complacent. We became so desensitized from watching TikToks and YouTubes, and we've consumed ourselves and our life with the everyday of social media and and the crap that we put ourselves into, this this false reality. And we're, we're here. And what happens when... There's an EMP that goes off and our electricity's out. What are you going to do? Are you guys ready for that? And when there isn't law and order, when it's just survival of the fittest, like what really goes on? And that happened in Ukraine overnight. People who had coffee shops and Starbucks and stores and marketplaces and all that took a crap. Now you got hundreds of thousands of people, homeless people now that are immigrating to border countries because they, they're, they're just trying to survive. That's it. They're just trying to survive. And what happens when that's the United States? Like, that's not an unrealistic scenario here. That's not something that, oh, it'll never happen. But then it happens. I'm sure Ukraine was thinking the same thing. Or, you know, they're like, we're a part of this and we're part of the democracy and we're going to have all these people come back us. But then everybody stood up and said, no, 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 we're going to do it from a distance. We're going to help you from over here. I remember listening to news a few weeks ago and uh, Europe's uh, Germany or somebody sent Ukraine like 5,000 helmets and Ukraine's like, we don't need 5,000 helmets. Just if you're going to do that, you might as well just send us pillows. 
like we need manpower we need help we need guns we need weapons we need that, that type of resource not just helmets dude so it just made me think like okay cool but how ready are we like we're seeing all this happen and it doesn't really impact us it's not really there because it's not happening to us directly but it's like there's a huge movement going on there's a huge thing going on how many people are actually going to be active how many people are going to be like okay you know what i'm ready what happens when there's not a freaking walmart to go to to go get your milk eggs and cheese what happens then like this is all reality and this is what i try to wake people up about like i'll have to do another podcast about that but you know as far as i can tell you guys just keep your heads up. Look at what's going to happen and look what's going on in Russia right now. Try to predict like what you're what you feel. What's their agenda? What's going on behind that curtain that we're not seeing? Don't just listen to your news and your CNN, your ABC and your Fox. It's really proper propaganda and filtered censored things just to fit a certain agenda that they want the masses to believe. You know, it's it's important for us to do our own research and find and see what's really going on. You know, I, I'm not even on one side or the other. I'm still trying to figure all this stuff out, too. But anyways, guys, hey, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is The Freedom Show. I'm your host, Danny Savage. Stay tuned for next time. <laughs>